Have an older broken computer that needs fixed? Want to get those family pictures and home videos back? Did you manage to crack the screen on your iPhone or tablet? Well, no worries. Bring it down to computer repair today in Concord, New Hampshire. If you break it, they fix it. And if you mention this ad, you receive $10 off any service. Some restrictions do apply, so check out the link in the description below. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Jody Brown from Blackboro Creations. How's it going? Good. How are you? Sorry about that. No, it's not. <laughs> so let's get started. Uh, tell everyone about yourself and uh, the business. I am Jody Brown, and I am the owner of Black Pearl Creations. And, um, you know, I've pivoted a couple of times, so I like to say I'm a bohemian, hippie, eclectic, crocheted clothing okay. line. There you go. Yeah, that pretty much covers all of it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, because I remember when um, when I looked at your, your email address, it says inner hippie. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> see, that comes back to all the pivoting. Yeah. That was the second pivot. Okay. I'm now on the third. Okay. So the second pivot came about... Um, because I was working at the time mm-hmm. and I was diagnosed with cancer. Okay. And what happened was I literally was sitting at my desk one day and shout out to my former employer. I was sitting at my desk one day and I said, there's got to be more to life than me doing this. And I quit my job <laughs> and decided to go ahead and work for myself doing what I love to do mm-hmm. and so it was a way of and I was also going through a midlife crisis let's yeah, yeah that yeah so uh so the inner hippie was kind of someone within me that I never really allowed to express herself yeah I'd always been very quiet very conservative you know um not you know, not really putting my opinion out there or anything. Now my friends are probably going to call in and or you know look at this and say, "What is she talking about?" But really, though, <laughs> I I really wouldn't put it out there or anything. So I would use clothing to help express myself. So it was yeah. to help release the inner hippie. So that was the second pivot. That's where that came from. Okay. Yeah. So where did it all start? Um, so you said that because that was your second pivot. So yes. it was even stuff before that. Yes. Like, where did everything begin? So believe it or not, it started with September 11th. Okay. Um, my father, who just turned 70 two days ago, um, had served in Vietnam in the first Gulf War. So he had been in the military for a very long time. Yeah. And during that time, I had, uh, after 9-11, I created an, a flag Afghan for him and sent it to him. And then my mom contacted me and she said, well, send him another. I'm like, well, why? What happened with the first one? Well, she took it to use for herself. So, okay, I sent him <laughs> another one, you know. And then she called and she said, well, he doesn't have that one. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, she sold that one and sent me the money. Yeah. And said, start a business. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. And so that year of 2011, I did like maybe four or five craft shows. I did really well. I didn't know what I was doing, but that's where it started. That was for my dear mother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you said you crochet. So yes. you do a lot of that type of stuff. Yes. Um, 
for people who don't know what crocheting is. <laughs> <laughs> so crocheting, probably the best way to equate it, it's the uh, older sister and more elegant sister of knitting. <laughs> so, yeah. Like you know, so it's, it's 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 a needle art. Okay. You know, uh, knitting is with two mm-hmm. neat sticks to yeah. make it easy. Okay, and crocheting is with one hook. Okay, and that's all. Is you take some yarn and you whip it around and you voila, you get whatever you're gonna what you have. Now you say voila. Yes. Like, as we were talking about earlier, my wife crochets. Yes. Um, or knits when I'm trying to make fun of her, <laughs> um, and it takes a long time. It takes yes. a lot of dedication. <laughs> And pattern reading and following, yes. and it, but it, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you say, "Oh, it's just a little thing," but <laughs> it is a lot of work. Um, I think the work comes for me particularly. Mm-hmm. The real work for me is actually in the design process, okay. um, creating a prototype, mm-hmm. you know, and then after you create the prototype, and then you're creating items, then you know, a year later, you're like, well, why wasn't I doing this like this? And true story, uh, two nights ago on my Infinity Scars that I make, I realized that I had been adding extra time and an extra, um, not obstacle, but just kind of an extra step to me creating these. And I'm literally working on one two nights ago, and I'm like, Jody, really? Really? It's been a year and you're just now realizing that you could have been doing this instead of that? So it, it can't, I do say voila, but it can, <laughs> it's, it is a process between learning how to read a pattern, yeah. if you're reading a written pattern, if you're reading a chart, some patterns just come in a graphic. And so there's no words or anything. Um, the uh, Russian and Japanese patterns are usually in, um, graphics, Mm -hmm. which makes it great because, you know, Russian and and Japanese don't have, you know, Latin types of letters or anything. So that makes it easier to read the pattern. But that's another way for you to read it. Or you have people who like to do free form and it's just in their head and they just are working and and it just comes out to however it comes out. Sometimes it comes out to what they envision, sometimes not. But free form is... uh, Wonderful, because those are all truly unique, one of a kind pieces. You can't recreate it because you're just going along with the with the flow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, so you started. You say you started your first little bit. You're making uh, it's American flag blankets. Yep. So I was making um, home decor. Okay. Mostly uh, throws, um, some kind of pillows, um, and and then I got board really quickly mm-hmm. with doing that yeah you know um uh, an afghan is going to take a long time yeah and uh it was i just actually what helped to end that aspect of the mm-hmm. business um 2011 christmas um i was making an afghan for someone i told them it would be delivered by i think the 23rd i was really cutting it close um, the 22nd, I noticed an error in the blanket. Yeah. I called up my dad. I was in tears because I had literally no more time 
you know, I had 24 hours. Yeah. And I called up my dad and he said, this is your business now. Get some coffee and make it right. Yeah. And I did. And I was able to deliver it on Christmas Eve, which thankfully the customer was, you know, appreciative that it was still delivered on time, even yeah. though it was late to my standards. And at that point, I just said I didn't want to do anything that I didn't want to do these pieces that just took so long, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, now pieces can take, you know, anywhere between two to eight hours, depending upon what I'm doing. But that's a little bit more palatable than looking at something that's going to take me a month, six yeah. weeks or something. Yeah, so. yeah definitely. Like, oof, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's fast forward to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of stuff do we do now? Because I know you said you the scarves that mm-hmm. you're wearing right now, mm-hmm. and you, you don't do as many blankets. Like, no. what is it? Uh, what's your repertoire look like? So now I've pivoted into scarves. Okay. And it kind of think of it like Levi's. Mm-hmm. Levi's is known for their jeans. Now, they do have jean jackets, I think, too. But mostly, though, Levi's, Coca-Cola, they're known for one item. Yeah. You know, um, Levi's, though, they could be boot cut, they could be straight leg, whatever the case may be. Excuse me. But it's still what they're known for. Yeah. And what I found was that for me, um, even though, you know, the the swimwear and the dresses and the skirts and the pantsuits that I've made, even though all of those are wonderful mm-hmm. and they're creative and everything, I realized that I just wasn't, wasn't getting the same um, response from the public that I was with my scarves. And so I'm starting to just really narrow down. Yeah the niche into scarves okay and my jean jackets i do some jean jackets too okay Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah so scarves i like that so you kind of you hammer down on what the audience wanted what your 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 people wanted Mm -hmm. and that's important because a lot of people um you know you can make a bunch of stuff but if no one's buying it why make it you know right especially if it takes time right you know that's where a lot of people make the mistake to spend a month Making like oh yeah I make great money with whatever like a blanket yes no one buys them sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but if people are gonna buy a bunch of those be a couple hours put out a bunch of those right there you go especially if what you make cannot be found anywhere else yes one thing I noticed about New England mm-hmm. when I first moved here 21 years ago scarves I tell you what it, in Someone correct me if I am wrong, but I have found that it's almost a competition with women in the winter to see who has the best looking scarf. Hmm. I have seen scarves that are just so wonderful. You know, I I love them. I have way too many to count, <laughs> you know, but I've seen some that I've gone up to people. Where did you get that? You know, in in I just I like creating something that no one else will have yeah you know so that really helps to focus focus as well because then it it just okay well i've made three of those we're done with that Mm -hmm. you know now we move on to the next one yeah so that's pretty cool 
Because I know, especially like saying with my wife, she just gets bored. So she, yes. she does the same pattern too many times. She's like, uh, whatever, I'm, I'm done, you know. But she doesn't sell her stuff, so yeah. that's... <laughs> well, that's creatives, though. Yeah. You know, their minds are always working on to the next thing. So after a couple of times of repeating something, mm. they want to move on to the next. Yeah. And that's why we'll have, you know, 10... So if you see her having, like, 10 different projects <laughs> that are not finished, that's why her brain is going along. <laughs> I'm sticking up for you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Well, you stick up for the amount of space yarn takes up in my house, you know? Well, you know, I, <laughs> I, it might take up some. A couple rooms, you, you know? know? Some of us might have a storage unit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know? Um, my wife would be like, yes, thank you. Because <laughs> everywhere I turn, I'm like, why is there a pile of yarn there? She's like, shut up. Well, what she could do, actually, uh, okay, let me tell you. She could, uh, you know, the Rubbermaid. Uh, buckets. Yeah. Okay, put it in there, put the put the um tops on them, right? Put them all together like two and two. Not that I've done this or anything. You know, and then you put a blanket over it with pillows and you make it look like a bed. <laughs> and if you put two, then it's like one of those really tall beds. Yeah, that's hysterical. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's really funny. Oh man. So uh, where's it going to go? Okay, so this is an interesting part about the business like this um, compared to uh, what was it? maybe something like mine, you know, because there's a, there's a limit of how many you can make. Yes. And where in some businesses, you know, you, say Nike for whatever, mm -hmm. they can hire more people or manufacture, but there's a, there's a direct limit to how many you can make. So, yes. Um, how does that work out for you? Because that creates like a longer line of people waiting. And so it's very interesting to see how people handle like that, like wait mm -hmm. times and all that stuff. So what I have found is having items RTS, which is ready to ship, okay. has worked out the best for me. Mm -hmm. um, I used to customize and that would create a backlog that I never, ever want to see again. I. I'd rather sit in traffic in Boston. Yeah. I don't want to see that ever again. It can really cut. Well, not only that, but the backlog, though, if it goes on too long, then your business will crumble because people will start wanting their money back. Yeah. And, you know, there's, oh, she can't do this. And so, no. So I like to have things ready to ship. And it may sound really mean, but these are your choices. Yeah. And that's it. You know, it, but it's really working out for people because I create so many and because there's so many different designs yeah. that everyone is bound to find something that I've created that they will enjoy, especially with our weather. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Right. Is there, is there a time of year where you get really busy? Because I know as we come into fall and winter, but I don't know about summer. Maybe there's summer scarves. I'm not familiar with the industry too yes. much. So. <laughs> yes. There are summer scarves, actually. Oh, really? You can use, yeah, there is. Yes. You know what? There's some of us who wear scarves that are year-round. Yeah. You know, um, especially if you're in an office and, you know, your neck gets cold because of the AC and everything. Yeah. So, it, you know, you can wear them all year round. Yeah. depends upon the fiber that you're using, you know. There's yarn made out of bamboo, made out of linen. So when you have that on, it has a cooling effect on you. So you can wear a scarf the right, I can't wear this in the summertime, <laughs> you know, heaven yeah. forbid. But, you know, you can wear a lighter weight scarf and everything. So my busy season um, is usually October 1st 
to, I'd say, January 15th, January 20th. Okay. Um, I sold four of them last night through my website. Oh, wow. You know, and I wasn't, I'm, I'm gearing up for a craft fair that's coming up next weekend. So I wasn't expecting that whatsoever because it had been slow for the summertime. So I was kind of like, oh, just, you know, make them and post them up online and boom, boom, boom. I'm like, okay, we may not be able to do that because I don't want to show up at the craft fair with like two scarves and, you know, so, but yeah, this is, Hmm. this is my busy time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's. It's good that you're getting that type of traffic because my, my always worried and the, the problem my wife has with it is she's like, well, I'm not going to sell them because a lot of people do crocheting. It's, mm-hmm. A lot of people know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see that you have a you have a draw, you have a good market for mm-hmm. it, you know. Yes. It's pretty cool. I don't, and that was the thing, and I still get it at craft fairs. People will come by, take photos. Oh, I'm going to have my Mima make this for me and everything. Yeah. And I'll say, okay. Because I know where I get my fibers. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, that I have designs that you're not going to be able to find. So, I, you know, the designs come from up here. Yeah. So you can try all you want to to take this picture. And you know what? A lot of Mimas out there, you know, with 50 years of experience of crocheting or knitting or everything, they could probably recreate it. And yeah. that's great. But that person... The, the niece who took the photo, then she's not really my market anyway. Yeah. So I'm polite and, you know, and um, and just, you know, move on and cater to the ones who know they don't want to, you know, go buy the supplies and sit down yeah. and make it. I mean, you're paying me for providing a product that no one else will have mm-hmm. or very few, maybe yeah. two or three others. And you're paying me for the time to create it. Yeah. You don't want to sit there and make it. Have me do it. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> and, and just like you said, you know, you can look at it and someone be like, oh, it's, it's a crocheted thing. But, you know, there's different styles and patterns. And yes. Like you said, um, and then different levels of expertise on making yes. them. So yes. that that could be a very, very different end product yes. for somebody. Yeah. You know, because like you said, different... Um, was it gauges and different yes. things? Yes. You look completely different by the time you're done. Yes. You know? So it's pretty. That's pretty good. You know gauge. Yeah. Wow. Vaguely. Some things do get in <laughs> when I'm making fun of her about knitting. and. <laughs> She'll be so happy to hear She's this. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So so let's talk a little bit more about um, you. So we know a little bit about the business and what you do. and um, But you have a pretty interesting story yourself, as you were telling me, you know, kind of online. Mm-hmm. And you already mentioned it once. You've had at least one round of cancer. Yeah. I know from our talk, it's more than that. So yeah. how is it being like you said, a single mother, um, trying to do this and have a career, dealing with cancer and the kids? And, mm-hmm. and the dog. <laughs> dog, yeah. The dog. <laughs> You know, which, yes, I am over him now. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, I talk to my, my parents a lot, talk to my dad a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm an only child. I'm a daddy's little girl still. Right. And uh, there was one thing that my dad had told me. I think I was just coming into my adulthood and to my womanhood, yeah. you know. And uh, he had said, we raised you to be an independent, determined woman. Mm -hmm. And this was way back when I was just getting started. And, you know, we lived in Italy at the time. 
you know, I was leaving home. I was traveling 10,000 miles to go to school out in California. So I was flying all by myself. Yeah. And, you know, and he was just like, we raised you to to be this way and go take on the world. And I kind of still have that within me. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to look at things as, oh, what am I going to do now? No, don't get me wrong. I have my moments. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, I, I do. But overall, it's like, okay, you know, this is here. All right, how do I get around it? You know, can I go over? Can I go under? Can I go through it? Can I go to the side? Um, you know, when I still remember the day of my first diagnosis mm-hmm. and uh, my doctor came over to me and uh she said that you know it, it you have the technical term yeah you know and uh, she said it was stage three and, and everything but we needed to get started right away because it was very aggressive yeah and actually she said if we had waited any longer I probably would have been stage four yeah. so we really needed to get everything done and in that time from the time that she told me to the time that Um, my first chemo was about 30 days and in that time you are poked you are prodded I had to go to the dentist okay (laughs) I mean just so many things are happening there was never a moment the only moment I had was am I going to die from this and then it was okay what do I do now what do I do next and I just kept going even to this day I just keep going I can't explain it I can't articulate it I just press on Mm. you know and I'm I I have a very strong faith and that um, was shaken I won't lie. That was shaken when um, when I was first diagnosed. Um, but even then, even though it was shaken, it wasn't broken. Yeah, it was shaken. But I was still able to just press on. So it's it's a you know people have said, oh, you're you know you you motivate me, you inspire me, whatever. I've had people tell me that, and I'm like, no, because if you were in my shoes, trust me. You would have done the same thing. People don't think that they would. They don't think that they have that strength. Mm. But you do. Everybody does. You just haven't had those circumstances, thankfully, to 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 force that on you for you to find out how strong you really are. Yeah. You know. So, just, I guess that's probably the best way I can explain it. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what parents always say. It's awesome. It sounds anticlimactic, but (laughs) 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 but you know, I've seen people start businesses and first time something goes wrong, they they collapse under the weight of it all. Right. You know, and they're like, ah. So like I said, it's it's good to see even with you know so much going on in your life, you just keep you said just keep pressing forward. Yes. Keep doing what you need to do. And you just keep going. Yeah. Like that's it. You get back up again, move. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I don't see that as often as you think, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, my second diagnosis was when I was in school. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, my same doctor um, who actually uh, went to Yale University, mm-hmm. and I was at Harvard at the time. So when she told me, I said, look, I know that we have a better football team, but, you know, you telling me this during finals is not the way to go, you know. So she was just (laughs) like, oh, my gosh, you know. So I told her, I said, look, I I have my finals, you know. I I know you want to come in and chop me up and everything because I had to have another surgery. I said, but, no, we got to wait till after finals. I don't trust you. And so she was like, oh, my gosh, you know. So the second time around, I don't know, the – Maybe because it had already happened the first yeah. time. The second time was just kind of a, you know, whatever kind yeah. of thing. It was just, you know, eh, you know, just do what we need to do and, again, yeah. press forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've done this already. Yes. Like, now it's just kind of a nuisance. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's shocking. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So where are you looking to move in the future? Um, are you content kind of where you are now? Or do you have bigger visions for what your company is going to become? Like, how's that work? So, um, for, oh my gosh, what is this? 2019. I'm going to say maybe for seven years now. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for seven years now, I've wanted to have a mobile boutique. Okay. Okay. Um, I do a lot of different events, you know, like uh, outside, you know, events and everything. But I stopped doing the outdoor events because I'm getting old and my tent is worn out and I can't put it up (laughs) by myself anymore. So I don't want to do outdoor events anymore. I stopped doing outdoor events because of my tent. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So um, a mobile boutique, I could just drive up. You know, like a converted, um, not a school bus. Yeah. I want a converted Wonder Bread truck. That's okay. what I want because that's like the perfect shape and everything. It's wide enough, you know, and I want to like retrofit it inside. You know, my son, he's he lives, you know, he moved away from home, yeah. you know, and everything. I'm like, you got to come back up here and do a mobile truck for me. He's like, all right, yeah, you know. Um, but I want to like, f- you know, fit it out and have it so that way then when there's like the – festivals and everything i could just pull up park you know put on the emergency brake open up the doors put out my little sign and there i am yeah you know i don't want to deal with the tent and the weights and you know getting blown over by the wind and everything i don't want to do all that anymore so that's what i would like to do um i've actually been looking at possibly open opening a location in in manchester Uh, you know, something that would be open maybe uh, like a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday kind of yeah. thing. You know, most people aren't really shopping Monday through Wednesday. But Thursday, people start going out a little bit more. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, people are out and about and everything. Um, I've looked into that. There was one place that I had wanted, but it's been demolished now. So it's mm. that's not really an option anymore. Yeah. You know, um, and as downtown is building up and everything um there's been little places that i've seen but then there'll be a a, someone will get there before me and i'm I'm only you know one person with a very small budget compared to other companies and things but i really would like to do the um the mobile truck um 
you know, there's a couple of events out in Minnesota that I would love to attend. Yeah. They're like these, you know, I mean, we have great events here in New England, but Minnesota is kind of like the the mirror of New England right. when it comes to like craft fairs and festivals and things like that. Colorado was really good too. That's awesome. You know, and you know, now they have snow on the ground already. So, yeah, you know. I saw that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I'm like, you know, trying to get people, hey, share my website because, you know, you got snow and people are cold, you know. Um, so that's what I would like to do. You know, my daughter will be graduating from high school in five years. She's mm-hmm. in middle school now. So I got five years that I'm working on trying to you know, expand and, and everything. Um, and possibly maybe, uh, having one or two people coming on board. I have a friend here who also crochets that I, I could definitely see myself being able to work with her if I, you know, somehow go viral or anything like that, you know, to be able to do that. But the mobile truck is, is definitely on, on my radar. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So where do people find more from you, uh, your products, all that stuff? How do they reach you? So I'm on Facebook uh, at Black Pearl Creations. So you just go to Facebook, search that. You'll find me. Um, I'm not the surfboard company. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, because Black Pearl Creations would not fit, I am Black Pearl Crochet. Somehow that one fit, but I don't know. They changed the size hmm. or something. So that one fit. So that's my Instagram. And then my website is also blackpearlcrochet.com. Awesome. So it's it's long, but once people have it, you bookmark it on your website, then it'll always be there because I'm always, you know, doing new designs and I post them up there and Actually, with it being the busy season, I have very little time now to do my more stylized photos. Yeah. So I might just, for example, earlier today, I just put out a picture just showing kind of a a little snippet of a scarf. Okay. You know, you can get the texture, you get the colors, and I put on there, you know, there's two, and that's it. (laughs) Because I really don't have much time to go out and you know do everything so i just have to do a little snippet and then Hmm. put that out there pretty cool Mm -hmm. well thank you so much for joining me today this has been really good thank you very much for having me you know i have to tell you though i meant to tell you this earlier (laughs) so i've been in new hampshire now for like 21 years yeah okay a lot of my friends do not live here yeah okay and the perception is that new hampshire is a little kind of backwater you know (laughs) semi-deliverance kind of place right but I have to tell you though um, because I've seen your posts on Facebook and everything you know and I was just thinking about how this type of a show really goes to show that Manchester uh, not Manchester excuse me that New Hampshire um, is uh, actually in 2019 you know we're not in 1819 or anything like that you know and just the job that you're doing and the co-working space that you have here and everything which is now a a big thing in the bigger cities I never would have expected to see that here 
And that's very exciting to know that, you know, there are people who are forward thinking. So I just wanted to say thank you very much. You. I really wasn't, you know, I really wasn't, ex- I didn't know what to expect. I'm going to yeah. say that, you know. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, definitely reach out because we're getting to that time of the year. Like you said, it's getting cold. Grab a scarf. So everyone be good and we'll talk to you next time. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.